0: Now, this could be one of the most life-changing mini episodes that I have ever done. Now, this could create quite the impact it did for me, and will it do the same for you? A huge part of our anxiety and stress comes from the voice inside our mind that tells us stories that life should be different. We should be different. The present moment is all wrong. We don't have what we want. And we keep fighting to make life happen the way we think it should be based on our past conditioning and experiences. It's a battle, it's a fight. And is there ever a winner? Now, what would happen if you just stopped and surrendered to life? If you just let go of resisting and fighting not only yourself, but also life itself? Instead of arguing that life should be different, What would happen if you let go of that story? What do you think that would do for you? Does letting go and surrendering sound a little bit frightening to you because you need to feel like you are in control? Or maybe you just can't even imagine what it would feel like or even look like if you just let go. Well, you are certainly not alone. Look around you. Who else is fighting with themselves and life? And you've only got to ask yourself, how is it going for them? More importantly, how is it going for you? Now, you chose to listen to this show today for a reason. Our subconscious minds can draw us to people and circumstances and resources which can help us in ways our conscious minds can't imagine. And here's an undeniable fact. 13.8 billion years of the universe existing has led to this very present moment where you clicked this episode and are hearing this message to explore surrendering and letting go. Maybe, just maybe, it's time to open up and listen. Or, again, it's your choice. You could move on and listen. To something else. But if you're ready to explore letting go and surrendering a little bit deeper, let's dive right in. Hi, I'm Paul Shepard, your anxiety and mindset coach, and welcome to the Mindset Change Podcast. And here's a warning, this episode may change your life in ways you can't imagine. If you're new to this show, welcome. Please do subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Ah, you're still here. Excellent. So let's go a little bit deeper with this. I think some of you may be asking, well, if I do let go and surrender to life, what will I get from it exactly? Which is a pretty good question. I think one of the major benefits that I have found from practicing surrendering and letting go is how stress and anxiety around situations which can be naturally triggering is massively reduced. And I know that will appeal. To a lot of you, I feel more at peace than I have ever done. Now, here comes a woo woo warning. (laughs) I have noticed since practicing surrendering and letting go that weird synchronicities and opportunities keep coming my way, boosting happiness and success in a way that I have not experienced before. Now, I like to be a bit scientific about this. Is this my subconscious guiding and drawing me to attention to parts of life I wouldn't have noticed before? Or is this life mysteriously combined with the universe bringing them to my door? I'm not sure, but I'm open either way. My curiosity is on high alert. How is this all happening? So how did it begin? Well, earlier this year, due to a lot of work that I've been doing on myself to grow like I've never grown before, my subconscious mind kept drawing me to the words surrender and let it go. In fact, the message seemed to be getting louder and it became almost deafening to the point where I did surrender and decided to explore and go as deep as I can. I'm still diving deep. It doesn't seem to end. Now, as part of this whole experiment, I wrote down two intentions in a simple exercise back in February that I wanted to experience over the next year. Probably in my mind, I was thinking, you know, at some point later on this year or in 2023. I'm going to be quite open as to what they were. Uh, One of the intentions was for the heart. Now, from all the work, over the past few years that I've been doing on myself to release loads of trauma and create better relationships around me, I decided at the age of 50 that I wanted to have and to experience one big true love. That's right. One big true love. Now, my last relationship was a good relationship, but I had to be honest there were elements to it which weren't going to be suitable for me as they weren't fulfilling my emotional needs. And it took a while to be honest about that. And it's through honesty, I let it go. And it set in motion the intention that before I end my days, I'd like to experience being totally in love with someone and to feel that love in return. The second, was to join a prestigious coaching program, which I'd heard about, and this was to enhance my skills and help streamline my business in a way that I'd never have done before. But it would require some more resources to become an actual member. Resources I didn't have just yet. As regular listeners know, I journal quite a lot. It's a non-negotiable for me. So I wrote them down in my journal, And said, let's just see what happens. I intended to let go of any attachment to them happening. And metaphorically, it was if I threw them out into the universe just to see what came back. And then this happened. By May, out of nowhere, I met someone who rocked my world in ways I couldn't have imagined. And it didn't take too long to realize that this was the one big love I had wanted to experience. Of course, it's early days yet, but this is something new and we both know it. By August, I was invited out of nowhere to join that coaching program. And it came with an offer that was too good to refuse. And the cost to join, the resources needed were much, much less than I had expected. So, was this a fluke? Was this just a coincidence? Well, I thought I'd make two more requests. So at the beginning of this month, September, I wrote down an intention for an author I wanted to interview on my show. I'd seen him on a famous YouTube channel talking about his work. It really resonated with me. And I thought I'd love to have him come and talk to you. Then someone I know started talking about this author and that they knew him. And would I like to be in contact with him? Which I was like, yes. And before I knew it, we're having an email conversation and he is coming on the show soon. The other intention was for another work opportunity, just to see if it would happen. I remember going for a walk, thinking this would be a great opportunity. No idea how it's going to happen. I remember thinking, if it's meant to be, it will be. And you guessed it, though it was the very next day that the opportunity was there for me for the taking. So my curiosity about this is on high alert, as I've mentioned. So was dropping any attachments to these intentions the catalyst to making them happen sooner rather than later? Or is this just luck? What do you think? So what process can you follow? What was my process? Well, besides writing them down, not even in too much detail and a little bit of visualization of what it would look like if this was in my life, I did the let it go process. Now, I recently talked about it in a recent episode called, imaginatively, let it go. I become aware of any feelings of wanting the intentions to happen, anxiety around them not happening stress around them not being in my life right now, I welcomed, I accepted, and breathed out the feelings as part of an intention to surrender to life and let go of them happening at all. So with all of the intentions that I mentioned, I brought them into my mind, focused on them for a little bit, and then let any feelings associated with them, I let go and then I moved my attention back to the present moment and got on with my life. That's it. So why not have a go and see what happens for you? So just to make clear, when you feel any feeling towards anything that you want to experience in your life or don't want to experience in your life, so if you're feeling anxious or stressed welcome the feelings, surrender to them, allow and accept them to be in your body, name them. If it feels like anger, this is anger. If you feel stressed, this is stress. If there's a deep longing, name it as longing, desire, and then ask yourself, can I let this go? Would I let this go? And keep repeating that process, even do this with any resistance to letting go. And what you'll notice is you'll start to feel lighter. You may begin to notice more clarity and you'll definitely begin to notice more peace. When you notice that voice inside your head, wishing life would be different, that you are different, that someone else was different, wishing you were somewhere else or had something else. no that if you let it continue and that you react, you are adding a lot of pressure to your nervous system, triggering your survival response. Mindfulness teaches you to become aware of that voice, separating you. You are a consciousness. The voice is your ego. That's no point resisting and fighting the ego. After all, it's just the conditioned part of you who you often think is your identity. Remember that you are always so much more than you think you are. So begin the letting go process. Surrender to that present moment. You can often change the circumstances that are happening around you. But you have the ability to change how you Perceive them. So instead of resisting, welcome the thoughts, welcome your feelings, surrender, let them be there, and then ask yourself, can I let this go? Remember, even if there's resistance, do the same letting go process with your resistance. You can even do this with a problem you are stuck trying to solve. We know overthinking doesn't really help. And yet, how many still try to overthink to try to resolve a problem? Negative feelings and thoughts can block clarity and it can stop the answer coming to you. So ask yourself, can I let the feelings go around the problem and then see what begins to happen from there? Now, by the way, surrendering doesn't mean giving up, doesn't mean being weak or having apathy or even liking what is going on. You can surrender to accept the circumstances are happening around you, but you are releasing your feelings around that experience without making them worse or trying to suppress them. And I'm a big believer that every negative thought and feeling, every bit of resistance that we experience is a golden opportunity to heal. If we don't take that opportunity, if we try to suppress or ignore it, it will simply pop up at another time and most likely at the most inconvenient of times. Does that sound familiar? It can be absolutely amazing what can come from just by letting go of resisting the present moment. Now, here's another example of something I experienced recently. So recently, I was in a small coastal town of Neja near Malaga, which is in Spain. I was staying in a villa with a group of friends and I woke up one morning to a searing pain reaching down from my neck down to my right shoulder. This was something I did not want on my holiday. Quite naturally, my mind resisted. It wandered to some very interesting and catastrophic stories about what this pain would do for the rest of my holiday. But little did I know that this painful situation would create a mindset shift that I was not expecting and could not have predicted. The voice in my head was telling me all sorts of things about wanting the pain just to go. So I decided to do a deep 40-minute muscle relaxation meditation to help soothe my mind and body and to reduce resistance. Now, I had been on a holiday reading Michael Singer's book, The Surrender Experiment, which was resonating with me. I'd been drawn to it about surrendering to life and exploring where it would take you. His life story, by the way, sounds absolutely unbelievable. And he believes that surrendering changed his life in ways he could never have imagined. Now, I've talked about before, the power of letting go of resisting the present moment. And I found myself in the meditation, focusing on the pain in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on fantasy negative futures, which didn't exist, and increasing the pain physically and emotionally, I began to welcome the pain, become curious about it, explore it, and I began the process of surrendering to it, letting go of any stories surrounding it. Something within the meditation drew me to see my pain as a possible opportunity. I had no idea what that would mean, but I trusted that my brain's reticular activating system which is its filter, would seek out those opportunities, filter out my reality, and bring those opportunities to my attention. I didn't know it was going to happen so quickly. So the villa had a large swimming pool. And as some of my friends were doctors, they advised swimming to help loosen up my neck and back. Now I'm going to confess something to you. Despite living on the coast, I am not a strong swimmer. My technique just isn't that great and I tend to just float out for a while and then float back. I'm actually happier underwater scuba diving rather than bobbing around on the top. Now, another two friends in the villa are really strong swimmers and I was so impressed at how many lengths of the large pool they did most mornings, which was between 40 and 50. I don't think I've ever swam that far, but I thought I would give it a go as I wanted to help my body heal. And I let go of the idea that I couldn't. So I did 10 lengths, which turned into 20. Could I reach 30? Well, yes, that was surprising. What I began to notice is that my technique felt much more efficient. I was flowing and it felt more natural and I was getting better with each length. Before I know it, I hit 40. And then I was thinking, well, my friend did 50. And before I knew it, I reached 52 lengths. And I actually could have continued, but I thought I'd give my neck and shoulders a rest, and I'd swam around 1.5 kilometers according to my Apple Watch, though I really don't know how accurate it actually is. But I felt really happy because I had a newfound growing confidence in my swimming ability that I didn't have before. Plus, my neck was feeling a little better. The next day at the beach, a group of friends invited me to swim right out with them to a really far out buoy. I let go of any fear about swimming out so far. The newfound confidence. Took me out with them. And I really, really enjoyed how beautiful that swim was. The sea was so calm. I could see the bottom of the ocean. And we were all remarking about how amazing this swim actually was. Whereas in my old life, I would have stayed much nearer the shore. The following day, we went out even further on a different beach. And it was such a crazily beautiful experience. Again, it was so clear, it was so calm, and I really enjoyed being with my friends at that far. And what stood out for me was that these peak experiences would not have happened without that neck pain, which by now was virtually gone. But the let it go process took me in that direction towards those peak experiences. It gave me a different mindset. To what was happening to me. And just to add that I also, due to that neck pain, deepened my meditation practices in order to trigger my subconscious mind to help me, to help me heal. And that was an extra bonus created from this life experience. Think about for a moment what you're resisting. Maybe you're struggling with pain yourself, or there's something you're going through which you can't seem to get past. What would letting go and surrendering do to your experience? What would it change? I truly believe it could really help you gain some clarity and maybe guide you to something you've not even thought about. Now, I just want to mention a couple of resources which have really helped me with my surrender and letting go work. The first are books by Michael A. Singer especially The Surrender Experiment and the follow-up Living the Surrender Experiment. I find those super useful. And also, a life-changing book in many ways is Letting Go by Dr. David Hawkins. Now, there's a lot I don't agree with in this book, but there are some elements to it which were pure gold. If you know of any books or resources which you recommend around this subject, then contact me in the show notes or leave a review in Apple Reviews. It'd be really, really appreciated. Let's take this even further. Now, one last thing you can play around with, and I'll add this to a meditation at some point soon, is to create in your mind an intention for your ideal day, what opportunities you would like to come your way then use the letting go process of any attachments and then let your mind and life do the rest. I dare you. Go on, I dare you. Open yourself up to letting go of your attachments to any intentions you have to create your ideal day or your ideal future. Thank you so much for joining me for this surrender episode. I really hope that it's given you some food for thought about what you can begin to change in regards to surrendering and letting go. Let me know what happens for you in the show notes or in Apple reviews and share it with anyone you know who may be struggling and could do with exploring, surrendering and letting go. Stay awake, stay aware, let go and surrender and I hope you have an amazing day.